Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show is being brought to you by our great friends at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports, domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. And the pickle bar, led by the barrels and the dills, indeed second to none. And, Sean, some great specials between I, now and Tuesday. I can't get over this Jenny special. Four ninety-five a 12-pack. That's right. Four ninety-five a 12-pack for Jenny. Seagram's 24-pack bottles, twenty-one ninety-eight. Labatt 30-packs, nineteen ninety-five. Pacifico 12-pack cans, nine ninety-five. New Belgium Day Blazer 15-packs. Fourteen ninety-five Victory Summer Love fifteen packs or nine ninety-five Zima twenty-four pack bottles fifteen ninety-five and Coors Light sixteen ounce twenty-four pack cans sixteen eighty-eight. Big lineup of specials. So grab what you need for all the football games and you know before you join your buddies out in beer camp over the weekend. Lots of, <laughs> and lots of the holiday seasonal beers are in stock mm. as well. So if you love those different flavors of, like, let's say, Sam Adams or Angry Orchard and other great IPAs that are seasonal for this time of year, you can find them all at Brewer's Outlet. And, of course, those magic two words, well, pickle bar is, you know, that's two magic words, but the two other magic words <laughs> when it comes to Brewer's Outlet, gift cards. Yes. So get your gift cards. Get your gift cards at Brewer's Outlet. Believe me. person that you give the gift card to... Will be thrilled. I mean, really. I mean, it tells it tells you that you really care, and uh, that's that's really really important. Uh, Telling that you care. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. I am proudly back in the Sunbury Motor Studio. It took me nine days to get here. I've been on the road that long. Uh, Sunbury Motors, Fourth Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key Routes Eleven and Fifteen in Hummel's Wharf. Deal with the best. Sunbury Motors is the best in the business. Time now for our play-by-play call of the day. Second and nine at the nine. Prescott looking around, wants to throw. Deep to the middle, it's caught! What a throw! And now breaking away is Cooper again. Amari Cooper to the 30. Amari Cooper on the sideline to the 15. Cooper to the pylon. Amari Cooper took it 90. 90 for Cooper! Brad Sham with the call on the Cowboys Radio Network. How about them Cowboys? They're in first place now. Colt McCoy had a good day where he threw, what did he throw, two touchdown passes? Three? He was picked off twice. That is the typical day of a backup quarterback in the NFL. Good enough to make some plays. And not good enough to make others. That's a backup quarterback. That's their life in the NFL. It's what they do. So, yeah. Ah, 
tough for the Redskins because Alex Smith had been playing really, really well for them, really well. I'd been impressed with Alex Smith as to how he played, but that's how he always plays. Smart, efficient. Yeah. Texas held on today. Beat Kansas 24-17. I think the bottom line for them is, quote, they won the game. They won the game. They, they pulled off the Herm Edwards. The object of the is to win the game. <laughs> Thank you, Herm. Appreciate that. So those are the at your play-by-play call of the day. All right, let's. Uh, we were able to get you up to date on all the other scores. Nothing. I mean, Iowa held on, beat Nebraska today. But the the big games are tonight. We're going to talk about that during our pick'em segment today. Uh, and get into that um, because uh, it's a big weekend with some intriguing games, including games tonight. And I already prepared everything for tomorrow anyway. Plus, you know, you know, I had a nice long conversation with James up in the office today. Uh, so I'm going to sit back and do nothing tonight, Sean. Zero. You deserve it. I don't know about that. Well, you do. No, a lot of people go, no, he doesn't. (laughs) Look, Patrick Chambers and I were talking about this. I guess it was yesterday. Uh, And the, um, and he said, look, he says, he says, you got the job. I said, yeah, I know. He says, you really do. Yeah, because I mean, look with what they do. They're coming off a loss, obviously, to Bradley the other night. But they've had to go through this without Mike Watkins. Okay, because uh, I had said to Pat at one point, I said you probably sat down in the summertime and you start dreaming up scenarios as you know worst case scenarios, where you're trying to you know you get three guys with four fouls. And he starts. He says, yeah. I said, and you go through those scenarios. Okay, how can we best survive it? And what combinations will I try to put out there to handle it? He says, yeah. I said, what you didn't expect was having to do that just in a normal rotation because Mike's not there. And, of course, Satchel Pierce is academically ineligible right now. It, he, you know, If everything goes well for him, he'd be back for the second semester. He's, I said, so the unfortunate part is you you have to, you've had to try to be clever in your normal rotation, at least initially, because of it. He says, yeah. And that's when they get into the conversation about the job. I mean, look, now, I, I'm down in Cancun, a gorgeous area, beautiful, warm. I mean, I lost 68 degrees <laughs> from the time I took off to the time I landed in Pittsburgh last night. Uh, so it was gorgeous, you know. But at the same time, I also worked. I mean, in, in other words, Penn State plays Wright State. Even though I'd done some prelim work on Bradley to make sure I was ready before the tournament began, I still worked till about one thirty in the morning to make sure I had everything ready so I could print everything out. Because it's not like I had all day to work on it because I was still doing the shows. Uh, but. 
I don't I don't go to a game where Pat loses the game and everybody's oh you know this is bad that's bad awful poor coaching this and of course most of the people who make comments about poor coaching have no idea you know they, you know they can barely run their insurance company let alone <laughs> let alone tell him how to coach well that was the thing with Bradley uh, it was just the the three pointers just weren't yeah, going down right. that that was the thing well exa- exactly right and uh, now did they try to take too many of them. Uh, in the game, there there were four or five threes that were taken. Like Rasir Bolton, every one Miles Dread was one of seven. Okay, all of his shots were good shots, including the one at the end. And Rasir Bolton hit a couple, but he took three off balance ones. And no, you've got to square yourself up and shoot. You just can't take this turn and fire thing. That doesn't fly. Okay, you're not playing among the big guys right now. You can't do that. I think all but one of Josh Reeves were good. Josh, the one surprised. Josh didn't score. He didn't, he didn't get a bucket in the game. I think all his points were at the free throw line. Josh Reeves? You expect him to at least score minimum two, three baskets in a game, and he didn't. So I just, they didn't shoot the ball well. Now, part of this is, is Bradley forces it because Bradley plays the same defense Virginia does, maybe with different personnel, obviously with different personnel, but it's called the pack line defense. I don't know if anybody was watching Virginia play Wisconsin today, but if you're watching Virginia play Wisconsin today, what you saw was the same thing. Wisconsin's been scoring at will on teams, oops, until they got to Virginia and the pack line defense. They force you to play outside as often as possible. Virginia won the game today 53-46 to over Wisconsin. It's Wisconsin's first loss of the year. Huh? 53-46 was the final. Right? There will be no track meet. You do not get into track meets with teams that play the pack line defense. You just don't. Uh, this is what Wisconsin's done this season. Their point totals so far this season have been 85, 77, 96, 62 when they beat Stanford, 78 when they beat Oklahoma, oh, and 46 today. So what happens is that if they are facing a team that um, is playing its game defensively, you've got to be able to hit some of those shots. Lamar Stevens at 27 but you can't keep looking at Lamar Stevens saying, hey, look, if you can give us 35, I think we're going to be in great shape tonight. You can't do that. That's where, at some point, if the door opens for Mike Watkins to come back, he's not going to be the savior and the be-all, end-all. But he's going to be a guy that gives them another person who has played at this level that gets it. Because remember, when last year when he was out in the NIT, what did Patrick Chambers do? He started John Hara. Well, the forgotten part about the John Hara part, again, this goes back to the the simple, you know, uh, Hara, he's, you know, he's really not really good. No, he, you know, obviously very short memories. How did they play last year with Hara? When Hara got his first foul, what did Patrick do? He brought in Julian Moore. Now, Moore was a fifth-year player at the time. But you felt like you put somebody out there that was competent, be able to handle himself, knew the offense, was not going to get fooled much by anybody, and was going to play the game. See, now you've lost that flexibility in that spot where now you have to ride John Hara maybe until he gets to two fouls 
know, and you have to massage the bench com- uh, in a different way. With Mike Watkins back, um, should that happen, it would then give Pat far more flexibility in that key spot. And also put a different kind of player there in that key spot, too, that's very athletic and is a rim protector. So he's been trying to deal with that. But he looked at me and said, you know, I don't have to deal, you know, I don't, I don't win losses on my record in life. You know, I get to do football, I get to do basketball and baseball. Are you kidding me? I get to sit here and talk sports. Are you kidding me? Like you said, he said, you got a good life. I said, yeah, I know I got a good life. I, I didn't shy away from the comment. <laughs> you know, now the one area that he did bring up one negative about about everything. And he said, look, he says, he says, there is one negative. I said, what's that? He said, it's, it's just two words. Sean, what were the two words? Wasn't the suit, was it? We've got a winner. We'll come back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by Brewers Outlet. News Radio 1070 WKOK. We are Penn State. Sorely back. Sets. Throws in the end zone. Got him. Touchdown, Penn State. Hi, everybody. Steve Jones. Join Jack Ham and me Saturday in Beaver Stadium as the Nittany Lions take on Maryland on Senior Day. Kickoff is set for 3.30. We're on beginning at 2 o'clock on WKOK. Nittany Lions football on WKOK is sponsored in part by March Gapview Hunting Preserve and WNL Subaru. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Conditions tomorrow are not going to be great, obviously, uh, going into this. This seems what effect it has. And the reason is, I watch McFarlane, and McFarlane is uh, a terrific running back with speed. Terrific running back with speed. And, you know, but on a wet surface? I don't know. That's going to be a little bit, that's going to be interesting. It's going to be a little bit different on a wet surface. Um, And I think that that is. it's supposed to rain, I think, during the game. So that's going to become an issue, I think, during the game tomorrow. I haven't seen the full forecast yet. What does your forecast say there? Uh, we're calling for afternoon rain here in the Valley tomorrow, but there could be some locations uh, dealing with a little bit of freezing rain early in the morning. So folks that are heading to the game, just give yourself some extra time. You know, keep in mind, uh, grass lots closed again tomorrow. So if you're, you know, if you did the shuttle for the Wisconsin game, you know, stick with that same plan here tomorrow and it'll get you to the stadium as safely as they possibly can. But, uh, you know, just give yourself some extra time tomorrow morning too. It definitely won't hurt you. Yeah. And again, I mean, these are necessary closures. I mean, really, you don't have, they don't have much choice. I mean, what are they supposed to do? Let you, uh, sink into the ground? And it's not just, you know, it's more than just uh, the, uh, it's, 
It's not really your parking space. Your parking space is probably okay. The problem is it's not your parking space. It's the it's the runway to get into it. That's a big problem. The runway to get into your parking space, that is a big problem. So and there's always that thought process of well, I'm I know it's a problem, but I'm not going to get stuck. Uh, you might. <laughs> because you might. It is a problem. There's no getting around it. So, it is necessary. It is a pain in the neck. But I'm going to say this. The Penn State fans have been absolutely incredible this season. I mean, incredible. You know, it has. It, this has been one of the worst Weather seasons I can remember in a long time. We've had so many great weather seasons around here. This hasn't been one of them. And yet the fans keep showing up in droves. I was so impressed by the number of people that showed up at the Wisconsin game. I mean, it's not a great day. The grass lots are closed. The whole day, then day, tens of thousands of people there for that game. It was phenomenal. I, I give the Penn State fans so much credit because they've been able to. They want to be there. They want to persevere. They want to endure, and they've done it. Sorry, this doesn't happen other places where every single week you feel like you run into one obstacle after another. Now, hopefully, next season every all seven weekends are perfect. I mean, I mean you, I mean you, all of you deserve it. All of you deserve it. It's amazing. Yeah. I can't believe it. I mean, all of you just deserve to have a great weather weekend. Y'all do. It's not going to happen tomorrow. I know that. You can tell. But I think the... The Penn State fan base has proven once again how thoroughly and completely incredible all of you are. I mean, how much you love the program, what it means to you. You can't really say enough about them. You can't. Can't say enough about you. And I think another reason just to leave early tomorrow is just to uh, get in your seat as early as you can tomorrow. Don't wait until the national anthem, get in there and... You know, check out that great moment for Senior Day tomorrow with Trace and all the other guys that will be out one yeah. more time on the field. That's always a great scene. Yeah, it is. It is, and uh, you can be out there for that. Uh, look, they, they certainly deserve your support. I keep going back to years ago. I mean, when Trace and these guys signed, you know, they, they, they signed in... Uh, February 2014. Well, in February 2014, where's the Penn State football program? When they signed, when they signed, they thought the earliest they would get to a bowl game when they signed was 2017 because those were the rules. They thought the earliest they would get to 85 scholarships would be 2017. Those were the rules. This is when they signed. Now, they found out before their third game, when they went to play Rutgers, that they would then have a chance at a bowl game. Remember, that decision to send Penn, to allow Penn State to go to a bowl game 
in 2014 did not happen until the third week of the season. They did not go into the season knowing whether they were going to get one or not. As you know, in doing the show, I strongly felt that they were going to ease that one and they were going to ease the scholarship thing. Which brings me to the next part. Let's do a quick trivia question for you. How many schools in the history of the NCAA have had rollbacks on on sanctions? Take a shot, Sean. I'll say just one. Penn State's the only one. What does that tell you? What does that tell you? Tells you that they know they made a mistake. All right, great to have you with us today. The King next half hour, lots of picks, big games. Here on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by Brewers Outlet. Don't forget about those gift cards. Make a great holiday gift for anybody on your list. Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury. SMC is where you want to be for your next new F-150 and everything starting with E. Make 2018 a November to remember with savings up to 13 grand on your next new Ford F-150. Sunbury Motors has F-150s starting at $25,669. All SUVs with the letter E will plummet in price for SMC's November to remember. 67 Ford Escapes, 23 Echo Sports, 22 Explorers, all at one location. Brand new Ford Escapes starting at an unheard of 17820. If you haven't looked into the all new Ford Echo Sport, now, now is, is the, the time. time. 2019 Ford Echo Sports start at 19880. SMC has the SUV that started it all. The Ford Explorer for under 32 grand. Hurry in now to SMC so you can show off your brand new Ford at your holiday dinner or to the buddies at Deer Camp. Sunbury Motors in the 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury. It's turkey time, hunting time, it's brewer's outlet time. Genesee 12-pack cans only $4.95, Labatt 30-pack bottles $19.95, Seagram's 24-pack bottles $21.98, brewer's outlet with imports, microbrews, soda, snacks, lottery tickets, and of course, the pickle bar. New Belgium 15-packs $14.95, Coors Light 16-ounce cans $16.98, The Beverage Supermarket has all your party needs, even gift cards. And don't forget the Jenny, $4.95 a 12-pack in cans. Brewer's outlet, Reagan Street, Sunbury. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. And today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports, domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. And the pickle bar, led by the barrels and the dills, indeed, second to none. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Great specials, uh, Sean, between now and Tuesday. This is an amazing special on Jenny 12-pack cans. A Jenny 12-pack, only four ninety-five. dollars Seagram's 12-pack bottles. 
Lots of great flavors of Seagram's. 24-pack bottles, $21.98. Labatt, 30-packs, $19.95. Pacifico, 12-pack cans, $9.95. New Belgium Day Blazer, 15-packs, $14.95. Victory Summer Love, 15-packs, $9.95. Zima, 24-pack bottles, $15.95. And Coors Light, 16 ounces. The Pounders, 16-ounce, 24-pack cans, $16.88. And a great variety of all your holiday seasonal beers in stock, limited time. And while you're grabbing what you need, Get the gift cards, too. Make the family members, co-workers, colleagues happy with those gift cards from Brewers Outlet. Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket, open tonight till 9, tomorrow 9 to 9. For your shopping convenience, get what you need as you get to Deer Camp this weekend. And for the first time in nine days, I am in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. There's no place like home. That famous line from The Wizard of Oz. You got that right. Uh, And uh, again, it's that time of the year. Why don't you go out before this month is over with. Get yourself a car. The the deals are off the charts. November to remember at Sunbury Motors. By the way, Phil Mickelson won up on Tiger Woods through six. All right. With that, we bring in the Holiday King. What up? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like setting the tone right out of the gate. How <laughs> was Cancun? It's absolutely gorgeous. I mean, no doubt. It's, it was 82 to 86 every day, sunny every day, beautiful. I mean, you had to mix in a lot of work with it, but still a gorgeous place. There's no, no, sure. no getting around it. Beautiful. The Hard Rock... Uh, Complex is is great. Uh, you don't leave the complex, but it's so big you have no desire to leave anyway because everything's included. So nice. Well, I know you're a big tequila drinker. So what did you think of the tequila? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did that's me. The worm? <laughs> uh, that's me. <laughs> that's Start me. To hallucinate. Yeah, so I think it might be happening right now. Uh, so... <laughs> You brought the worm home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Everybody knows the big the big drinker, the big tequila drinker. Mr. Party. So, yeah, that's, that's what hey, I do. I, I got a bone to pick. I've been waiting all week for this. Do you and Jack Ham, like when the ESPN play-by-play job comes up for bid, do you guys get an opportunity to try? Neither one of us have even thought about it, to be honest with you. These we- guys are. I, I'm sorry. I, I and I the, the Joe Tessitone. I flew to North Carolina. He was sitting next to me. He's a nice guy. Yes, he uh, and nice he's guy. a good play-by-play guy. Don't get me wrong, but that I'm watching that Atlanta LA game, and I turned it on the fourth quarter because we were watching a Hallmark movie. Tell me. Talk about Kansas City? Kansas City Rams game. Yeah, Kansas City Rams. Which was an awesome game. It was an awesome game, but did you see the fourth quarter? Well, you know what? we I watched the, like, I got there, like, midway through the first quarter, yeah. and Dick Girardi, Jeff Tarman, and I watched it, but we watched it in this lounge area, which was part of this big bar complex, yeah. and, the, and the sound was off. 
So well, we just watch there. the you game. Some really good comments. Here's one comment, and I don't know which one it was: Goober McFarland or um, what's his name? Jason uh, Witten. Huh? Jason Jason Witten. Jason Witten. They're talking about golf, and they said he was a bust his first year. I've watched Hard Knocks his first year. They sat him down because he was a rookie. That's all. Yeah. He wasn't a bust. I'm like, what are you guys talking? You don't even know what you're talking about. He wasn't a bust. They sat him down. The when Fisher was the coach, and he said, I just want you to sit back and watch this year. That's a fact. I watched it. Then, I know. Well, then, I, know the produ- I know the producer of Hard Knocks, Shannon Furman. And yeah. her and I, her and I were talking about it, uh, you know, as to what they did. Yeah, because she was she yeah. was there part of the, the she was filming all of it. I don't like it when these guys come up with these arbitrary comments that aren't true. They don't do their homework. Then one of them says, "You know, the defenses are really stepping up when they need them." I looked at Claire. I said, "It's fifty-four to fifty-one. There's no defense stepping up. Whoever uh, has the ball the- last is going to win the game." Well, you know what, though? I will say this. You know what made that game entertaining to me as opposed to a Big 12 game? Was the fact that there were three defensive touchdowns in the game. Yeah, but so what? You still couldn't stop. The other team could not stop the other team. Yeah, they got they got some interceptions at the end because, you know, they were desperate. But part of that's because of the thrill hill. The guy receives a punt on the one-yard line with 50 seconds left and runs it out. I know. He, he makes it all the way to the 11. He blows um, 11 seconds yards. off the clock, yep. and they lose what was 14, the map? 14, 14 yards. That was a field, punt. So all they needed the was punt. a field goal. Uh, and he's the same guy who did the big celebration and cost the team 15 yards in, which yeah. could have totally cost them the game at the time, but it wasn't. I just, yeah. I don't, it, it bugs me when good guys like you guys are sitting on the sidelines watching these guys. I don't know what ESPN is doing now, but I know, like, Sean McDonough got released because of the things he was saying about the referees. You can't state what's true. They said nothing about Hill. They call him the Thrill Hill. He's just trying to win the game. No, he's not. <laughs> you you got to play smart. So yeah. I just wanted to get that off my chest. I, I was watching it, and I said, you know, th- these guys, th- they are not good at their jobs. I think well, Essendor is good. But yeah. the other ones, they're afraid to say the truth. Now, the guys last night were great. Um, Was it Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth? uh, Tony Dungy. um, Rodney Harrison. Actually, Mike Tirico. I thought thought they did a really good job. Actually, Mike Tirico did the play-by-play last night. Al and Chris Chris were off last night. Oh, yes. Okay. See, I I didn't get back back to 11 o'clock last night, so I went went to sleep. They did a great job. Okay. I mean, I'll say when it's good and I'll say when it's bad. I, I just, man, when you're just spewing stuff out that doesn't make any sense. When the both teams are in the 50s, there's not a lot of defense going on. No. And whether the defense has scored touchdowns or not, hip hip parade, they still subtract 20, subtract 14 points from 54. 
This is so and you got points. forty points. You know, I mean, you, you yeah. did not. And if you're the Rams, you spent half the Grand National product on your defensive line. And I'm telling you, a Lawrence Taylor team would never give up that many points. I don't care no. who was on, the, like LeBron James. He's going to make the Lakers good. These guys on their defensive line, Donald and Sue, do not make that team better. And they yeah. should not be getting paid the money they're getting paid. That's well, my they, opinion. They, they gave the up a lot. They haven't stopped anyone out. this year. They couldn't stop New Orleans. No, New Orleans beat them up. Uh, actually, New Orleans looks unstoppable. New Orleans, Jason Lockenfora had a great uh, CBS Sports NFL insider. He had a great comment. He's comparing the Saints to the bully down at the end of the block, and he <laughs> takes your he takes your lunch money and you run home crying. They're not messing around. <laughs> oh, so, and that with wow. the camaraderie with Camara, 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 the good. running back, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then you throw no, a kid from Alabama in there next to him, and that's just like, wow. Well, and you got a quarterback that has a 78% completion percentage so far. <laughs> yeah, two but, interceptions but, all year yeah, through the one difference, last night. This second the, one. Difference, is, the, difference, the difference with them is, though, is they are playing defense. So yeah. they can they're playing uh, really uh, yeah. they're playing right. They're playing really good offense. They're getting a lot from their offense, but their defense is making it all pay off for them. Yep. Yep, they're getting the ball back. Put the ball in Drew Brees' hands, you can't lose. Well, what made it more yeah. impressive with Drew last night, his four touchdown passes, it was the four different guys and they were all undrafted players. Yep. 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 And Sean Payton's a good good coach. He, he sure he, is. Oh, he's having fun this year. He's having a good time. Well, if I had that I, team, I I'd be having a good time, too. Not winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> I think them in Kansas City will be in the Super Bowl, and I think New Orleans will run right over. Where is the Super Bowl this year? Uh, I thought it was in Atlanta. Atlanta this year. It's I at believe. the Mercedes-Benz Dome yeah. in Atlanta. Good. It will be indoors and have to worry about the weather. So. Yep. Awesome. Well, I'm sorry for having to get that off my chest, but it really bugged me. You guys could go do that on Monday nights, and it would be a good broadcast. <laughs> well, I always one... look at it like I want to learn something new. Well, see, that's where Jack comes in. Jack does that. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to know something about the game that I didn't know. Now, now sometimes there's nothing, you know. But right. I, mean, yeah, I want insight. I want. I mean. Who, who am I? I'm just saying that that's my definition of a good, good uh, announcing group. Um, yeah, I, I always liked uh, what's his name Johnson from the Cowboys. Um, when he does color, he's very good. Yeah. Well, like I said, we never thought about it, talked about it. Um, I think one to one point. Five, six years ago, Jack and I did talk about something about Westwood One Radio. Then we decided, look, it would become too complicated. So we, you know, we, we just want to keep doing this. Well, you could do it if you wanted to. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. I look at it like Thanks. you don't want to. That's why you're not doing it. So good for you. I'm doing what I want to do. What I want exactly. to do is, you know, is this. Yeah. Because you two would clean up on that, so I appreciate that. But Thanks. you'd have to look like a movie star and stuff. So I don't know, yeah. 
I'll tell you right now, there are certain things in life you cannot polish up. I am one of them. <laughs> you go on the thing with black hair. <laughs> yeah, something like a black hair. Hey, look at look at me! I got black hair. That's right. yeah, All right, kid. that's not my brother. <laughs> Somebody yeah, else. Yeah. Right, Steve Jones for just for men. <laughs> and you're and you're and you're only on cam. You're only on camera for forty five seconds the whole day. So <laughs> I mean, really, some people don't realize how often you're on camera. Forty five seconds, about not long. Yeah, really. Yeah. It's like doing a radio broadcast. So. All right, we better blow through through these picks here. Picks. All right, after 12 weeks, I am sitting still in the penthouse at 53 and 15. How this happened, I have have no clue. Uh, Steve is 46 and 22. Excellent. Hey, Kevin, not long ago, you were barely above 500. You are now 10 games over 500 at 39 and 29. Well, now we know who's good and who's not. <laughs> well, here's the here's the deal. You and I, well, to pick. Well, Kevo, I've you... had a horrible year, but I almost won the money one last week. I lost by a freaking point. So, well, Cabo, you and I were four and two last week, and uh, Mr. Cancun was five and one. So, wow, hey, see the tequila. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would probably say that's true. <laughs> Do you even remember making the picks? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know that's that's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the big the big the big drinker. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well guys, we don't have to wait until Saturday for some great college football action. There's gonna be a great double header tonight. I'll be flipping back and forth between ESPN and Fox. Uh we've got Oklahoma and West Virginia. The winner of tonight's game will take on Texas for the Big Twelve Conference Championship. I will lead off. Oklahoma has not lost to West Virginia since the Mountaineers joined the Big 12. I say that will continue, and I will go with Oklahoma. I, too, will pick Oklahoma. Uh, I think better yet, I think the over will be 90. (laughs) (laughs) Almost heaven, West Virginia. You got it? Oh, you're going to the Mounties? Okay. Yep. Okay. They're exciting. That's going to be an exciting game tonight. If you don't like yeah, defense, this yeah. is your game. So. Yep. <laughs> See, that'll be the difference of this game than Monday night's NFL game, Kevin. At least uh, that game had some defense tonight. I don't think there will be any. So. No. I would also <laughs> think tonight, I think that the team that has the ball last wins, fair to right. say. Those are the best games. They're fun. So. And you got as the- long as the announcers say that, you know, there's no defense going on here, guys. So. so that's your so that's your ESPN game tonight, Oklahoma West Virginia tonight on Fox. You've got the battle for the Apple Cup with a lot riding on the line, lots of impl- implications going on there at the Pac-12 North Division, Washington at Washington State. I think you know how much I like Washington State. I'm going to go with them. Yep, me too. Washington State. Tomorrow, the game, always at noon, Saturday after Thanksgiving, Michigan at Ohio State. Is this the year, finally, that Harbaugh beats Ohio State? Uh, yes, because I think at certain some point you just feel like for some team it's their turn. I think it's Michigan's turn. I think they got a lot of things going the right way for them. Ohio State defensively does not. I just think, uh, let's face it, I mean, if it wouldn't have been for that... Uh, 
you know, pass that went awry for Maryland and that two-point conversion, they would have won that game last week at Maryland. So, you know, you just wonder if uh, – and, and Urban Meyer looks tired. He the, the whole The team and Urban himself, they just look tired. They just feel like there's just a huge weight on their shoulders. Even though I think tomorrow in this game – the weight of the, you know, the it's everything everything is there for Michigan to get so uh-huh. yeah but I'm but I'm going to go with Michigan yeah I, I think Sean nailed it um, there's something wrong with Ohio State I mean they, they've got all the talent in the world but they're they're very inconsistent and they're come close to losing Michigan's been the most consistent team in the Big Ten I got yes. Michigan all right, so let's move to the NFL. Three games on Sunday that we will tackle. First off, you've got in the 1, 1 p.m. window, the Seattle Seahawks and the Carolina Panthers. I'll take Carolina. That game's at Carolina, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, that means it's 10 o'clock in the morning for Seattle. I'll go with Carolina. Yep, I also have Carolina. Yeah, I got Carolina. Seattle does not travel well, even if it's on the West Coast. Oh. <laughs> All right, on 100.9 The Valley, Sunday afternoon, pregame 225, kick at 425 from the Mile High City. you got the Steelers looking for seven in a row as they take on the Broncos. Steelers. You know who I'm taking. Black and gold. Broncos, no. The Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> we'll strike that from the – we'll edit that Why little portion out. Why not with for... a <laughs> <laughs> And primetime Sunday night, we got Green Bay and the Vikings. Green Bay has not won a road game this season. I'm going to pick Minnesota. Even though I'll be rooting for Green Bay, I'm going to pick Minnesota. Yeah, Steve, you and I, we're, we're together on all six of these. Yep, I got Minnesota, too. Yeah, I got Minnesota. The Green Bay is kind of like Ohio State. They, they're really good, but they can't put anything together. So, And, and I'm just for ha-has, I'm going to... Because I had a epiphany, I'm going to change my Panther pick to Seattle. Well, you know what happens when you have an epiphany. <laughs> yeah, it was a good. But. Okay, <laughs> that's that's why we say you go, guy. Yeah. <laughs> There's some voice telling me, Kevin, take Seattle. That was actually me. (laughs) (laughs) The drunk one. (laughs) Or it was the call from across the street to close the shop for the rest of the day. Face face down in a puddle. Seattle. (laughs) Seattle. I ate the worm. (laughs) Penn State, beat Maryland. Go get them. Tomorrow at 2. Your station for news, weather, business, and CBS Sports Radio. News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury and on WKOK.com.